Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Family Church Podcast. I'm Chuck Carter, lead pastor of Family Church Central Florida. So glad you joined us again for this podcast. I think it's podcast number eight. And uh, there are people told us we'd never get past number three. So I'm excited wow. about that. I'm excited about I'm that. I'm joined always by... I'm Felipe Menges, your online pastor here at Family Church. And for today's podcast, we have a special guest, Chris Roberts. He's our um, Oakland community pastor, um, but also the sports ministry leader in our church. So we're going to hear from Chris this amazing, exciting topic, how church can use sports to thrive in ministry. Hey, everybody. Like Felipe said, we have Chris Roberts with us. Chris, I've known you about 10, 11 years. Mm -hmm. um, knew you when you were a single man, went to your wedding, yep. and uh, you've served on staff how long now? Uh, this is my eighth year. Eighth year That's on crazy. staff. Yep. And wow. uh, So tell us a little bit about your family, how how you got on staff. Tell us your story for just a minute. Yeah, a story that I never would have you know, ever thought. Mm -hmm. met my wife, Catherine, who they she's been going here for I think since she was born, so yes. thirty, you know, thirty-two years. I didn't say her age, okay? So <laughs> she didn't hear that. Um, but yeah, thirty-two years, and you know, met her at Chick Fil A. Uh, we were working Which, by together. The way, She's one of our worship leaders she now. She is. Yep. And I knew her twenty-five years ago oh. when she was singing in the little kids choir. Nice. So yep. It's Aww. great to see that. Yeah. No, it's awesome. She's she's going through it and she's she's just phenomenal at what she does. And you know, we connected at Chick Fil A and started dating from there and. Uh, eventually I, w I was an accountant for many years, <clears throat> an accountant for many years. And I just, uh, it wasn't, it wasn't my thing. I always knew I wanted to be in ministry somehow. And, uh, we, uh, we got to the point where we were trying to figure out what was next in our life after we got married. And I got approached by Russell on staff. And I was like, Hey, we got an opportunity to do some sports and some facilities at one of our campuses. And we'd love to, if you want to do that, I know it's totally different and it may be a totally different career path, but, uh, some sounds like something you want to do. And, so we jumped in and uh, kind of never looked back. And it yeah. led to one thing or another, went into student ministry, did that for a few years, ran that at our lakeside. And, nice. Uh, so now I've uh, been able to settle in with the sports ministry and the community path. Yeah, so. you're like so many on our staff who wear multiple hats. Yeah. And, uh, okay. and this isn't a part of what I wanted to talk about today, but to those who are watching, because we have people who watch who go to other churches, and, and this we really want to help equip other churches. Mm -hmm. Some of the best talent for your staff is in your church. Mm. And I would say, what, 70% of our staff we've raised up through the church yeah. to go out and look for somebody, bring them in, is rare. Yeah. Most of the people on our staff, uh, your wife being an example of that, mm -hmm. uh, was, was raised up through the church. Look, the reason I wanted to interview you today for several reasons, but one is um, we want to help to equip churches and what we've discovered post-pandemic is that people aren't just walking into church anymore, mm -hmm. right? Uh, if you're just sitting there doing service and expecting the community to walk in, right. it's not going to happen. No, right. So we have to bring the church to the community in different ways and engage the community and build relationships outside of the four walls of the church right. with the hope of then bringing them to church. In fact, yeah. that's what Felipe does with yeah. the online ministry. Exactly. So we usually um, plan on creating social media content, testimonies. Right. We inspire people to first being served by us. We, we offer them, um, you know, Bible truth, 
um, testimony, podcast, everything. We come up with even ideas. Even streaming for, the service. Even streaming the service, it. it is yeah, part right. of it. So what do you guys do to bring people into your ministry? Yeah, so we, we offer, uh, you know, several sports from soccer to basketball uh, to football. And so what we're trying to do is we've realized that we live in a world where sports and rec are crazy. You've mm -hmm. got two fields that we live in. We have very competitive and then we have recreational. There's no real middle ground, right? And so we, being able to find your niche and what that is and it, it, where you fit in and we realized we're not going to be very competitive, right? So what we do is getting people on those fields, getting families on there is the best way to get them to the front door because we have families that have never been connected to a church or they've had bad experiences and they don't want to trust the church. But we get them on a field because their kid wants to play a sport, they're going to put them in an activity, then we can get positive influences around them from parents to coaches to other kids. And then they start saying, okay, maybe there's something different from what I experienced, right? And so now, now they're connected in a different way. They have a relational mm -hmm. experience with those people on the field rather than just a relational experience with you know a church at another state or another place that they've had problems with so that allows that connection to be different so so chris yeah. we use upwards a lot yeah and um and so give us an idea of how many kids are in each sport and what's the percentage of churched and unchurched and yeah. how do you connect with them what's the goal yeah so our goals you got to find that thing that you want to be a part of right and our goal isn't to be crazy competitive we we want to reach the individual the kids the families and so our sports right now we average about 300 in each league um and so about 40 percent of them are unchurched or mm. don't have a church which mm. is a crazy number wow. and so we're so literally you're saying Total, we've got probably about a thousand kids that we reach, right? On on a, on a yearly basis. Yeah, yep. and four hundred of those don't have a church home. Right, right. That's amazing. And it's amazing, and and we're not doing anything than just offering a sports place that they feel safe and comfortable to come be a part yeah. of. Right, we're, they're literally coming to us, and so it, it is. It is. When we talk about reaping the harvest, like they're right there. They're yeah. right there in front of us, allowing us to be a part of that. And so, yeah, and about another 30% um, are church people, uh, either from our church or other churches in the area that we try to partner with or have good relationships with, and they have coaches that be part of it. So, and we'll get awesome stories, right? Like, we love having stories of families coming in that don't have a church and they become a part of family church, but we get stories as well that it's like, hey, my, my son came in and now he's saved and he got baptized at another church down the street, right? But That's, we hear those yeah, stories awesome. that it's not just about us, right? Yeah, it's, it's about kingdom. Exactly. It's the kingdom yeah. mindset and connecting with other So how does that so. happen? What's the role of the coach in all of that? Yeah, the, the coach, and we we have a coach meeting before every season, and we sit down and uh, I wish I could record it, but I get very intense with them because I, I put it very straightforward, like, here's what's expected from you guys right and the coaching role is so important because you are laying the expectation that it's beyond the score and it really is and I know that it's it's hard to say because uh, everyone likes to win I'm a winner I like to win I don't like to lose right that is not fun for me I'm a Miami fan so I'm kind of used See, to the losing part I know <laughs> uh, we're getting we're coming up okay it's gonna happen this year but uh the whole point in all that is their role is to develop the individual right Sure, they can become good at new soccer skills or, you know, throwing the football better. That's great. But the goal is how do they reach them at a moral character basis level? How do they be able to talk into their lives that one day they look back and go, oh, yeah, I became a better athlete. It's like, no, I became a better person because that man poured into my life better, right? That's awesome. So the coaches yep. do devotions with them yep. and, and uh, those are at every practice and yep. every game. Yeah, every practice, uh, they'll break off about halfway through the practice. You got a one hour practice a week, you got one hour game a week. And so it's very family friendly and that's the point right it's to be able to keep the family unit together because 
if you haven't seen already now, the culture is crazy with overpopulating your schedule. Yeah. It's absolutely crazy. You'll get parents that have something every single day for their kid, and they're just trying to fit in dinner together, right? Our goal is to make sure, hey, you got one hour practice, one hour game, go spend time with your family, right? And so, so the devotionals allow help that. Yeah, so we're engaging the community, mm -hmm. and you're seeing 40% of the people come who don't have any church uh, background at all. Right. I'll guarantee you. Uh, no churches are filled with 40% no. unchurched people, you know, right. people walking in for the first yep. time. Mm -hmm. You have coaches who love the Lord mm -hmm. and are doing it with the understanding this is their ministry. Right. And they're not only building into the skills of each one of these sports to these kids, right. but even more importantly, they're building into the soul exactly. of these kids yeah. and sharing Christ. And yep. we talk... Um, you know, morality and yep. ethics and what it means to be a good person. Exactly. I really like that. So, Chris, you have mentioned three major sports um, throughout this conversation. Mm -hmm. What else does the ministry do? Yeah, I mean, we, we have things like volleyball. Uh, we, we got into the adult rec, and we're doing cornhole. We have a cornhole tournament yeah. actually happening tomorrow. we got 32 teams lined up for that, and so that'll be My first uh, time. fun and exciting. First time, <laughs> that's right. Uh, you're looking at the reigning champ from last year, so we'll see what happens, okay? Oh, uh, but, you know, no participation trophies for this one, okay? Uh, but we got that, and then we have what our summer camps. a $3,000 prize? Yeah, yeah, th exactly. It's <laughs> yeah. funny how I won that. I don't, I don't know how that worked. But, uh, yeah, then we have our, our summer camps that we do the same idea but throughout the summer families want to put their kids somewhere so we get their kids involved and and we do devotionals throughout the week right so it's very different than what most other summer camps do um and then we have things like frisbee for the young adult ministry and so we, we're trying to expand um our reach in that right it's not nice. just about we go up to eighth grade and upward and then we want to go beyond that right there's a lot of high schoolers um we have one high school here that's five thousand high schoolers in it and how many of them make the sports league yeah. Maybe 2%, yeah. right? Yeah. What are the other 98% who want to play sports do? So we're trying right. to find a way to get them involved yeah. as well. So. Cool. You just kind of, you know, mentioned it really quickly, but your summer camps are mm -hmm. amazing. Mm -hmm. Talk a little well, bit about you. those. Yeah, it that comes down to our leaders as well. We, we take a lot of our leaders uh, from the church that we grow them. Like I don't, I don't, we don't go pick them from the outside or get random kids. It's, it's uh, young adults or high schoolers that have come through our ministry that we know we have good relationships with. They have good relationship with the Lord. And then they're able to come back and feed back into these kids. Right. So, and then we have more that are up and coming that come from the sports ministry because they've grown through it as well. And then they come back and feed into the kids. But yeah, we have uh, soccer camps. We have uh, football camps. We have all sports, basketball, whatever you want um, throughout the year or throughout the summer. And it's just a way for us to be able to hang out with their kids and have fun. Yeah. Um, and then we get to have devotionals and we have those relationships where we've had kids literally go from kindergarten all the way through eighth grade. And now they're volunteering and right. now they come back and they, they still want to be a part of it. Right? They don't want to leave. And so it's just a really fun uh, environment to be yeah, in. Yeah, that's so, awesome. Yeah. So uh, we want to help churches. If mm -hmm. a church is out there listening, somebody in the church or pastor, um, and they they think, man, this might be good for my church. Yeah. How would you get a sports ministry started in your yeah. church? Yeah, the first question, the first thing is to find the right program. What works for you, right? It may be upward. It could be something else. It could be something internally that you do, right? Well, I say there's one step before that. Find the person with the passion. Right. Mm -hmm. Now you right. find that person, and that 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 is key. Like, and and my personality is I love sports, right? So yeah. that that was kind of where it kicked off at first. But then I also love people. You're in ministry. It is there are conversations, things that you're gonna wish or you never thought you'd ever have, but they're God moments. And mm -hmm. I have had it with coaches and parents and kids throughout seasons. 
but it takes the right person to be able to navigate that and put yeah. it in the right direction, right? And then you have to care about sports. You have to you have to have the knowledge yeah. and care that there is the competitiveness behind that, right? Mm-hmm. But being able to find that person is key. And then being able to to them to grow and then find people below them that they're willing to grow into as well, because it's a team thing. It's not a it's not a one person nice. job for sure. Which, by the way, um, you know, for the normative size church, it's going to be a volunteer. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not going to be able to right. Um, and secondly, you may need to partner with other churches right? because one church alone couldn't field a basketball, I mean, a, a football team or That's a true. soccer team, right? Yeah, this is one of my questions. Like, yeah. we yeah. have in our church a, a nice facility. So we yep. have the fields at Lakeside and we have the gym when you're near. Yep. So what would you say to the church that doesn't have the facilities like we do? Yeah, we're, we're extremely blessed. And 10 years ago, 12 years ago, we got the fields at Lakeside that have been a game changer for mm-hmm. what we've done. Uh, but before even I came on board, Dean Miller was running it, and they used to rent fields uh, from the county, right? And that he was out there every week re- uh, lining fields, getting it measured out, doing it at another facility because he knew what this would mean for the community, right? So find find fields. Their fields are out there. It's it, Yes, it got difficult, uh, more difficult because of COVID, mm-hmm. but there are places that are willing to rent, right? Um, and if you, have, if you have a field or if you have a location to build a field, invest in that because you're not investing in the land, you're investing in the people. Yeah. And that it's huge because it, it, you're going to, you may not see it on the financial side, but you will see it on the, on the kingdom side. You'll see it on the people side because you're going to bring in people just by offering that. And so connecting with churches is huge. If you don't have a gym and they have a gym and it's not being utilized, go run upwards at their church. Yeah, go, go be absolutely. a part of that. Go connect with them. Right. It's, it's, it's more than your church. It's yeah, about when the we kingdom. think about the kingdom, mm-hmm. God blesses. Right. Yep, agreed. Yeah. Hey, Chris, thank you for being a part of this podcast. Thank you for all you're doing here at Family Church. And um, and if somebody wants to contact you and ask more, uh, what's your email address or what's the best way to contact yeah, you? Yeah, uh, email us. I would, I'd love to have a conversation. Love to talk about how we can connect and help your area. Uh, my email is croberts at ourfamily.church, but shoot me an email and I'd love to have a coffee or have a phone call and see what we can do to help you. Excellent. Yeah. Thank nice. you so much. Thank you. You know, as always, I finish with somebody, somebody has, has to, to say it. it. Well, it's summertime oh. and uh, I just traveled summertime. a little bit and saw tourists. All right. And of course, living in Orlando, we see a lot of tourists <laughs> yep, at, we do. at the parks and all of that. Not too many. No. They, bring, <laughs> they, they, they do. bring their money they with do. them. If they're driving, then I have issues. They bring their money know, with them, okay? That's great. <laughs> but here's, here's what somebody has to say mm. if you're an old man and you decide you're going to wear shorts that day, Okay. Please don't put on dress shoes and dress <laughs> socks. Well, that's yeah. basic. Yeah. Right? It's great. It's, it's great. such no. a terrible look. <laughs> that's Come great. on. So, do we have, have permission? More class oh, yeah. Do we have permission if we see you wearing it? We oh, can absolutely. say something. We're okay, going to call good. you out. On and that then one. there's the guy where the belt is closer to the shoulders than it is to the <laughs> hips, true. right? True. Don't, there's don't a lot of those. Don't jack up no, the, don't the shorts, that. you know. Make it That's good. Yeah. I mean, Come on. Uh, I, I, I'm about to become an old person if I'm not I'm about, already. Uh, no, no. <laughs> I just got to speak up. Somebody's got to say it. You got to represent better if you're an old person. Yes. Don't just don't, just don't care anymore. Start caring yeah. about how you look. Exactly. All right? So, guys, thank you for joining us one more time here at Family Church Podcast. If you have any questions, send us to us. Uh, you know, we, you can find our information through our website, our family.church. You can, find, um, you can follow us on any social channel like YouTube, Spotify, um, Apple Podcast. If you like this, 
uh, podcast, like it, share it with your friends. And Watch I can't it about 10 times. Yes. <laughs> Do it. Uh, this will help us engage and drive more people to this content. Um, thank you one more time, and I can't wait to see you next time. Thank you, Felipe. You're thank welcome. You, thank, thank you, Chris. Bye.